welcome to episode 27 of Brews with the Homies. We got a special, special guest on this week's episode. We got Ryan from Beer Zombies. Welcome, Ryan. How's it going? Yo, uh, real good, man. Yeah? Real good, yeah. Real Thanks good. for having me. Anytime. And of course, we still got my amazing co-host, Heron and JB. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Going you know, well. Excited for this episode because it's going to be the second in our interview series so yeah. we're gonna keep it rolling we had matt on the other week that was more of a just joining the normal pod so this one with ryan will be kind of getting to know him his his journey journey and beer <laughs> yeah about life passion so it'll just be a cool episode to just sit back with the boys have some great beers we have and listen four... to, listen to ryan tell some great stories I mean, before the party he was kind of giving us a little insight and let me tell you i'm excited for this uh episode but before we go ahead and get started we do gotta say we gotta do some house cleaning last week we forgot to you know announce what type of month we're in we're in black history month you know yes, and we definitely you know should have mentioned that last week but we're gonna mention it this week i mean black history month this is a month to kind of like reflect, reflect you know kind like of reflect, remember, remember and progress as a, yeah you it's know, country, more, everything. i feel like this year is more about the progression yes. than it ever has been and i'm excited for it it's always cool to have black history month coming up because i like to take a story a day to kind of learn something new i didn't already know so like kind of getting you know getting the juices flowing kind of getting where more educated more yeah. educated yeah and that's what a lot of people should be doing at this time yeah. But before we're gonna go ahead and continue on here, we got Ryan. Ryan, yeah, let's go ahead and get a little bit of information off of you. I mean, like, what so do you want to know? What, what do I want? Let's to know? go. <laughs> let's go with how did you get into beer? Uh, as far as the industry or like craft beer, my love of your love of craft beer. Let's let's there go, go there first. Okay. Um. So I grew up in uh, the suburbs of Chicago, right? Okay. So I went to school um, on the north side of the city, and in 2003, I was a junior in college uh, at North Park University, and got a job uh, working for the Cubs at Wrigley Field. So I was working security at Wrigley Field, directly across the street from Wrigley Field is Goose Island Brewing Company. So dude, it was the greatest shit ever. So imagine you're fucking, it's a Tuesday afternoon, 105 springtime Chicago, right? You uh, you hop on the the L, maybe eleven a.m. You get you get uh you get downtown or Wrigleyville rather. You go have a beer, sit on the fucking patio at Goose Island, have a little three one two, uh, a green line whatever, and then you go work security at Wrigley. Like you're gonna you're that's gonna ingrain something, yeah, you know. So from it. there, it it was all. I didn't even know, dude. At uh, sorry. At that point, I was drinking skunky rolling rock or like cobras. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like forty, like gross ass shit. Yeah. That's what I thought beer was. So at that point, having real craft beer just blew my mind. Yeah, it, that's what kind of happened to me the first time. It was like these guys brought craft beer and like, hey man, well, just try it out. At first, I was like, ah oh, man, it's a little hesitant on it. But then, like, they brought one back from Pure Project that like absolutely captivated me and then ever since then like i've started the journey but that's cool that you got to work at wrigley field how was that uh it was great so no i say great dude that shit was fucking red (laughs) um i'm glad because you get to work at like one of the most iconic stadiums in like the world ever ever you know what i'm saying also 
even though I grew up on the South Side, I'm a diehard Chicago or a Cubs fan. So working in that stadium behind in the locker rooms, in the dugouts, uh, squirrel dude, he going to get the fucking baseballs out of the bushes. Get out of here. Yeah. Greatest shit ever. Dude, that is amazing. Well, before we continue, we're going to go ahead and get a, our first beer in. JB, go ahead and introduce us. So, this one, Green Cheek Beer Co. We're going to go with the Cocoa Hut. This one eluded me for a while. I've been wanting this one. And then sometime last year, I was finally able to get a connection to get it for me because I just missed it by like a week. I was down there, didn't have it, and then boom, it came out that Monday. I was like, you guys got to do me dirty like that? Like, come on. So I had to hit up one of the guys I know in one of our Facebook groups. He took care of me, sent it out, and then we shared it with the bees at uh, the guys at BZ. Ryan got to try it when I was there. <laughs> he loved it. So when I went back, I got him another four-pack. So this one, Coconut IPA. Love it because it gives you like that base IPA with a lot of nice coconut aroma and on the flavor profile, dude, it's just such a nicely done milkshake IPA. So, so all right, let's get a cheers going. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Man, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm such a sucker for the fucking adjuncts, bro. Yeah. Oh, give me all the sugar. I, I, I like that. Heron, what, what's the first thing that you get on your taste buds? Coconut. So if you don't like coconut, this is probably not your beer. But, you know, coconut. You're a coconut you, fan? Yeah. It's like, you know, you drink some coconut water. This is like refreshing light coconut water. That's good. That's good. I mean, coconut. I love coconut. Yeah. And this beer is like phenomenal. And it, it doesn't taste like... Fake coconut. Like, no. You know when you get like some yeah. adjuncts in there? The coconut just doesn't taste natural. I just get such a nice, complex coconut without it being like too artificial and too much. Yeah. Like, it's so strong there, but it's still not like overbearing. For sure. Sense. Yeah. You definitely have to like coconut yeah. to, to drink this. Like, if you can't eat an Almond Joy, you probably shouldn't try this beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In my opinion. <laughs> I, like so, like, I, I like that reference. No. My question is, Ryan, for like a typical IPA, does this give you like the typical IPA taste and feel, or is this more towards the coconut? Oh, this is way more coconut yeah. than, yeah, for sure. It's highly adjuncted. It's practically sugar water. Yeah. It's fucking, they, I'm sure there's lactose in it. It's got a, like yeah. s some uh, body to it as well. Uh, is this a milkshake? Yes, it is yeah. a milkshake, but so, super clear, surprisingly, for like a milkshake. And normally it's like yeah. super dark or super hazy, like... It's like a white bogginess. Yep. And that's a unique characteristic to this beer. But, Ryan, we're going to kind of go back onto like, Chicago and Wrigley oh, yeah. Field. And, like, so how long were you doing, like, the security and then going to uh, Goose Island? Goose Island. Go so just the one season, 2003. That's all that was needed. Uh, that They went to the NLCS that year. I was working security at the fucking Bartman game, bro. Get, oh, like, man. I am Chicago. Like, I was there for history, man. Yeah. You know? Also, like, I chose that school in lieu of, like, going to a university and having, like, a big football experience. Yeah. I chose that school so I could go downtown and, like, absorb Chicago. And that's what I did. Yeah. And fucking working at Wrigley and drinking at Goose Island. And 
Dude, you get drunk at Goose Island, and then you go across the street to the fucking batter's box, which is a sports bar with a little literal fucking pitching machine. You you throw on the fucking helmet, and you go and try and take drunk bat, bratty, batting practice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah. sounds like, awesome. that sounds it's, like very dangerous, but very, very fun. Dude, it's the best. It's so fun. So my question is, with your experience down there with the batting and everything, how many times did people get hit with the pitch? Because they were just too drunk and just... Always. Always. Oh, every, they're like, I got this. Oh. Every third pitch, bro. It's great. <laughs> it's and, the best. And I feel like I would enjoy going there just for the simple fact of just watching people get hit with the bitch. Yeah, you yeah. imagine yeah. just having some beers and like, hey, man, I yeah. dare you to go do that. It was I, real I want to see this. I hope that spot's still around. I haven't been uh, down in a while. It's, yeah? Uh, okay. Yeah. So my next question is, like, you were in Chicago. Like, when did you come to Vegas? So I've been in Vegas for 10 years at this point. So whatever year that was. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so I was working in the casino industry in, uh, in Chicago at uh, Horseshoe Hammond in uh, Gary, Indiana. Uh, and wanted, like, if I want to do anything in that industry, like, I, this is where casinos are. Uh-huh. So there was a, an opportunity for a marketing position in the corporate side versus the property side yeah so uh yeah that's what brought me out here oh nice so then when you came out here did your craft beer journey kind of stop or were you able to still continue that so not at all definitely did not stop at that point you know uh san diego is around yeah so so we could do stone and shit like that um as far as breweries in town definitely you know, in the Chicagoland area, we were doing Goose Island. You got three Floyds, all of that. Up until what we'll call it eight years ago, seven years ago, we'll say eight, eight-ish years ago. There really weren't that many breweries in town. No, not at all. Until uh, until they changed the state legislature uh, to allow brew pubs without gaming licenses. I think is what the change was. Yeah. But uh, until then, there wasn't that many in town here. Um, but that I wasn't not drinking craft yeah. beer. Just you were you still know. getting you were still getting your fix, but yeah. it kind of slowed down just a little bit because there wasn't really anything out I, here. I didn't really have the exposure. The, yeah. just due to the market size. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Vegas isn't but, as big as Chicago. Yeah, so, well, and Vegas in 2003 isn't as big as it is now. They we still are a booming. Yeah, city. even in like 2010 <laughs> when he came out here, like it was still struggling. I feel like it's finally picked up don't you agree like in the last couple of years it just of leaps and it, bounds it's, yeah. like, it's exponential it's yeah. like fucking technology now that people know that it can be done yeah done it's, correctly it's, it's not gonna stop it's only gonna grow in addition the city now is offering grants uh you know like in the beer district downtown yeah. uh the, in the arts district arts with the renaming the the beer district grant or whatever yeah. Yeah. if you if you open uh, yeah, a brewery down there yeah, you know they'll they'll pay for your licensing fees or whatever they'll do and it's crazy that you mentioned that because they just added a bus stop there for uh, the transportation it's now a bureau stop yeah brewery Row so stop, and it's right outside uh, Nevada Brewers okay I was like oh that's actually like pretty cool Dude. so like that whole area that right now I feel like is like for out here, I feel like that's where, like, if you want to go and have, like, a Vegas brewery experience, I feel like that's, like, kind of the spot to go. But, like, if you really want, like, the top-of-the-line stuff, I still think you got to go to the Beer Zombies. Because yeah. you guys just have so much, vari- like, variety of amazing beer. And then you guys just 
like when you guys do your collabs and when you guys brew your own stuff, your guys' stuff is just like it. It's like you guys are up like at the top tier level and then everybody else in Vegas is like two or three levels It's below. always like that competition yeah. breeds success, right? Dude, like Chris kills it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what he does and that's why, you know, I'm I'm working for yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in addition, like his business strategy is get the best beers available but also ideally get those beers to be allocated. So like, you can get those beers at that brewery, that badass brewery, all the way over there mm-hmm. on the other side of the country, or at Beer Zombies. Yep. Like, that that exclusivity that he has and those connections, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. He's taken over the world. It's, it's the fucking... It, it's yeah. so great. And I don't think a lot of people realize the work, the traveling, the connections, the, the building of the whole experience. And that's what's cool to see from the outside, to see these people and for Heron and I to really come up in this journey and to add our friends into it and get everyone together. It's just such a great opportunity to see it from the outside, to meet Chris right before he started um, diving into the first location in Warm Springs and experiencing that. So it, I wish we were into it more. We said on another podcast, but um, this journey now, I feel like we're in the perfect spot, perfect time to bring everyone with us to do fun stuff like this, have people on talk about beer so it's just a great opportunity. Lucky to have you guys and to talk about this stuff. But now we're gonna go to the second beer. This one is from Bottle Logic. Hey, we gotta ask Ryan. You're the guest. What do you like? He said, "Give me a junks. Give me some sweetness. We got it for you." So this one right here, toes in the nose from Bottle Logic. We haven't had this on the pod, have we? Or I don't no? think we've had. We've never had it on the pod. Bro. Actually, you know what we did. I remember, didn't I bring it because it was uh, like a, a special, or it, it was a guess the guess the brewery or something like that? Did you oh, bring it? I think it, or it was might it have been the other one. No, it was the other one. You think so? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to double check. Fact check. Who's going to be a fact checker out there? Told you. Yeah. Told you it was needed. Yep, it is definitely <laughs> needed. So, dude, Ryan, what colors are you like seeing on this beer? Check like, this out, man. Dude, bright orange. To, to yellow almost when you hold it up to the light. Yeah. It almost looks like uh, the lights in the kitchen almost. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's like, a, you know, bright tangerine orange. If already? I, thick and, and completely... Thick uh, and juicy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Heron, Looks like fruit nectar. Well, yeah. let's go ahead, boys. Let's yeah, get a let's cheers. And then, Heron, you're going to go ahead and break it down for us. Yeah, there's some good All aromas right. on this, good taste. Ooh. Man, so there's... Is there coconut in this as well? So this one, you're going to get mango, coconut, marshmallow. (laughs) See, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So marshmallow, I guess it adds, like, the sweetness a little bit. But it's not, like, overly sweet. But still sweet enough to love it if you love sweet adjuncts, you know? Like, it's it's great. To me, this kind of tasted like a cake. Like, just the sweetness level was like, oh, man, this is a delicious cake. Sorbet. If this yeah, was well, a sorbet, a, yeah. bro, like, oh my goodness. Oh my god. The uh, scoops on tap with this would be, oh, oh my yeah. god. Scoops on tap, elaborate, please. Yeah, so we talked about it on the when we talked about the Pure episode. We've had them at Bottle Logic. We've had them at Pure Project. They do beer-infused ice cream or sorbets. Man, some of their stuff is just so delicious, so rich, so much flavor. This one would do very well. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, that, that 
<laughs> this kind of does remind me like ice cream. It's like something sweet, sweet like a dessert. cake, dessert. Yeah. yeah. So with this kind of style of beer, Ryan, is this like more like what style of beer is like your favorite or like, like one you tend to gravitate towards? So, so it's uh, it's funny because I say, give me all the sugar, or give me all the adjuncts. And this is my jam. Everything we have here, right? But I also know that we're here sharing it. Like as if, if I'm drinking a beer, if I get off work and I'm just trying to have a beer, I'm going to something clear, easy, uh, probably a Pilsner. Yeah. Give me like a traditional uh, German Pilsner, man, yeah. is, uh, is my go-to like an after work beer. Okay. So this, like, we kind of joke about this and like how we're able to go through like so much beer is like, if we were to have this by ourselves, like you would, it would take you a while to get it. Down. You can't, it's, you know, you can't do them. These, yeah. these cans are giant these days. <laughs> It's it's made to bring people together yep. to have a, a fucking night. You you sip a little bit of everything. You try it all. You hang out with your boys. Yeah, uh, and that's how it's meant to be. Yeah, and I think this is like perfect. Warrior girls. Yeah. yeah, the crew. The crew. The, crew. Hey, the homies. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. But like with this kind of style of beer, like like we were saying, like it's you can transition beer yeah. too, like to get people into beer. Like hey. Might not like normal beer, but what are your favorite like fruits? A hundred percent. You like smoothies? Okay, hey, let's try to get you onto this stuff. So yeah. we've definitely done that in the past and utilized these beers for that advantage. Yeah, and like that's how we got a lot of our friends into it. Or a lot of my friends and mm -hmm. like my girlfriend and everything is like, hey, you like fruit? Hey, you want something that tastes like a smoothie? Something that's sweet? Here you go. Mm -hmm. Try that out and let us know. Um, so kind of going like. Let's kind of talk about how you got started with beer zombies. Yeah, man. Um, so I've known Chris for a long time. Uh, you know, I've I've been a, a beer zombie mer uh, purchaser. You know, yeah. for fucking what seven eight years as well. I re I bought my first hat from him. I think at the craft house one year anniversary party. Oh wow. Um, I I actually I wear it every day. I, it's funny I'm not wearing it. It's a fucking floral snapback. That is now one of one because he can't find anybody to fucking do the uh, do the patch on on the hat as low oh. as as it is on this one. Wow. Like it's just not feasible for him to do it anymore. Um, so yeah. I've got swag from all the way back then. Oh wow! Uh, so I've known him, you know. And then uh, I was working at Craft House uh, during the the quarantine, the lockdown, and uh, he was getting ready to open the the third, the newest shop, the downtown Summerlin store. Uh, so I was hanging out with Vinny over at Warm Springs all the time. Chris would be around there, you know, whatever. And uh, just through hanging out, drinking beer, and, and talking, you know, he, he offered me the position when his spot opened. So I went over there and, yeah, it so was rad. The downtown Summerlin location, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. Because that location versus the other locations here in town is so much different. And that, like... It's a completely different atmosphere, completely different business model as well. Yeah. You know, it's it's its own thing. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the cool thing about it because, like downtown, the downtown Summerlin location, you guys serve food out of there, yep. like your own food, not even attached to Skinny Fat. Yep. Then you guys got wines on the menu for sure, like, bottles of share bottles, on the menu. Yeah, like it's just insane, like how you can take. Like, I feel like each location has their own little story and personalities you know? too. Yeah. Like you get the own vibe of each shop you can't really get anything to go at dts so nothing at all yeah, that, yeah. that's one of the things to where you're more there to 
just have beer, hang out, and you don't have like the pressure, oh, I need to buy stuff, or I don't, like for certain people, that's kind of a cool environment to be in, like, hey, there's no pressure, you can just come in here, have food, like just relax, hang out with people, it's a bigger location. Yep. And then the other ones are more intimate. If you like the little bit more of a crowd, a little bit more friendliness, and um, just like back and forth with people, that's where you get, and then you could kind of have your own space at downtown Summerlin if you want. So I gotta ask you, cause since you worked there, off of the menu, what's your favorite like? What's your favorite item off the menu? Food wise, food wise. Uh, the cauliflower, bro. Yeah. The uh, the roasted cauliflower. Yeah. They uh, they do like a uh, a garlic aioli uh, pesto over the top of the Ooh. roasted garlic uh, cauliflower. It, it's fire. It's it's healthy. Yep. You know. I don't feel like an asshole, so, <laughs> so I can drink more beer then. Right, is, is kind of the plan. <laughs> I like that. So I gotta say, my favorite dish out there is definitely the pizza. Dude, that pizza yeah. is so good. Uh, so chef, I think obviously, so chef Mark Marone uh, did the uh, the dough recipe. It's a three day fermented dough. Uh, when when the cooks run out of the the dough, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it, it's a cool thing. It's fucking fire. It's it is its own thing. Uh, comes out quick. You pair it with a beer. You can't go wrong. No, and I think that's a like one of the coolest things is like you guys are introducing the like the food and beer pairing because like we've always talked about that like hey what would this beer be like good with or what would this one be good with so like you guys kind of like started off like hey these ones are good with this one this one's good with this one and that like for people they're like all right i gotta see what it tastes like if it's not with that one so it's cool that like you guys give that experience out because not a lot of places do that yeah man for sure and that's uh that's all due to to chris and mark collaborating uh and and knowing their craft and fucking doing what they do um and also, it, it's it's the next step in like craft beer. You know, yeah. it only makes sense with wine because that's what we do with wine. Yeah. Well, it the palate is the palate. Yeah. yeah. You know, so pairing things is just how our our palates work, our mouths yeah. work. Yeah. And that's one thing, like too, with the podcast, we're gonna kind of jump into mini series at some point. Heron and I have uh, been learning about the brewing process. We're gonna have another special guest on in about two weeks, so we'll announce that on the social media. But we want to get more into the educational side. We've talked about it. We always try to throw you guys some bits of information, what we've learned, but we want to dive into that process. We'll review a couple of videos we've watched and kind of try to bring that up. I think that's such an important thing in the beer industry and craft beer education, not letting people feel left out, educating them so they could get the whole experience. Cause once you start learning about the beer, how you compare it, the palate, it makes it even more enjoyable. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's a big part of the experience, and it's important as well. Uh, craft beer can be intimidating. Beer Zombies is a tiny little shop. Our our spot exe- uh, specifically, you know, he's got a zombie, uh, a masculine logo. I that can be intimidating to people. Uh, it 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 all goes back to like Stone Arrogant Bastard as well. Like that's an aggressive brand and can be off putting. So you have to overcome these stigmas. Uh, and, and be welcoming, and you don't want to be a snob about it. No, like, if sorry. somebody tells me they don't drink beer, that's fine. But I'm also going to have help them and try and get them to something that they like, whether yeah. it be beer or, or cider else, or, or cider like or wine, things. or you know. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing with Beer Zombies as well. Like, we're not trying to be snobs about anything. Uh, we're trying to pair whatever your palate, whatever you want. 
uh, come in for some food. Mm -hmm. We'll find something for you to drink that'll go with it. Yeah, and guide you to that like it's, destination. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have you introduce this next beer because this was a new release today. And yeah, so for sure. So I, I uh, stopped over and saw Vinny at Warm Springs the, uh, this afternoon. And uh, this hoof-hearted, hoof uh, all my friends are dead. It's an imperial <laughs> coffee stout coming in at fucking 13.5. You know it's me, so I went adjuncted for you guys. Uh, it's adjuncted with coffee, vanilla, hazelnut, and you know they put milk sugar just because it's not sweet enough. Yeah, we is. gotta get more. That, that sounds very interesting. I'm yeah. excited. The can's yeah. awesome. You guys will see the can art on the podcast image, and we'll do it on the social media so you can check it out. There was a cartoon that was a barbarian cartoon that, that the can reminds me of, and I can't remember the name. Oh, yeah. man. Kinda like so this dropped at like uh, the Beer Zombies, uh, both Warm Spring. Well... I don't, I'm not going to say Dean Martin because I haven't seen the post. Chris is going to be like, you fucking asshole. Uh, but it's definitely at Warm Springs if you want it right now in the Vegas market, depending when it, when this comes out. Yeah. So it reminds me of the cartoon of David the Barbarian. Okay. David the Barbarian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, was I like, okay. so I was like, oh, hold on. I had to look that one up. Yep. Shout and out to Google for the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Google. All right, cheers, boys. Let's try this. Ooh, cheers. Man, this smells delicious. Giving me coffee vibes. I don't know. On the nose, it's giving me coffee vibes. Can I tell you the taste? This is actually a coffee I would drink, and I don't drink coffee. Yeah, you're a hater of coffee, but man, I think Ryan broke me. Yeah. I, I can't stand oh, the taste of coffee, and literally, this is delicious. Try the extra milk sugar in there too. It's what beer it? does, and this and man, these sugary beers—they're so approachable and so fun. Uh, traditional beer people are going to hate this fucking episode. They're going to be like, oh, th we'll call this the Sticky Boy episode. <laughs> I like that. That's actually going to be the title. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so that's fine. They can make fun of me for that. I don't care. It's fucking delicious. No, when you get the flavor, like when you get this in your mouth, you're going to get hazelnut. <laughs> Tuss is over here <laughs> trying not to bust out laughing. He's like, haha, you said in your mouth. <laughs> you get that hazelnut, you get like coffee and that milk sugar. Like right when you get that coffee and hazelnut, that milk sugar just starts to ease it away. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to overwhelm you here. Let's take you for this journey. Get a little sweetness towards the end. Yeah, oh. that bitterness and sweetness, they play so well together in this brew. Oh, yes. man. Definitely. So so, Ryan, I'm going to kind of ask you, like, how you approach certain situations. Okay. So, one of the questions, like, for somebody that's new that's coming in there, like, how can you, like, what is your way of directing somebody that's brand new to craft beer, and they come in there and it's like, hey, man, I heard that you guys have good beers. Like, sell me what you think I would like. Yeah, man. I mean, it all, it's, it's all about asking questions, I suppose. So... In this situation, are you already drinking beer or are you someone coming in on a date and you don't like beer in your head? Or like, what's my, what's the situation? Situation well, is... Give me the details, all right, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this all out for you. Yeah. Coming through the door at downtown somewhere, right? You're behind the bar. Somebody that's never had craft beer before. They come up to you and say, hey, I've never had craft beer before. I've been told by my friends that you guys have some of the best stuff in the house. 
expose me to it. So I think the first thing I would say is uh, I would ask them if they like tart or sweet, yeah. um, as well as bitter. Uh, typically, if they're not familiar with craft beer, the bitterness can be off-putting yeah. at first. So that's, that's an acquired taste, like a true, like a hard-hitting West Coast IPA. I would never start somebody yeah. with yeah. something like no. that. You know, if somebody comes in and they're just like, hey, I, it also, I need to know what they're drinking. So if they're drinking fucking Budweiser and they're like, I hear you have craft beer. Yeah, I can serve him anything on the board because he already likes beer. Yeah. You know, so I, I'd probably give him like a, a Mexican lager or something okay. like that. He'll be like, oh yeah, that's good. I'm yeah. like, I know. I know it is. And, and it's baby steps <laughs> and, and too. The, it's exactly. like finally like introduce them. Exactly. And that's what we... And then from there... Especially in our shop, like we focus on on three or four s specific styles. So I'm gonna have a West Coast IPA on the board. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a nice, uh, juicy, sweet, hazy on the board. I'm gonna give them a sample of each of those, a little sip, you know. Hey, try this and try that. Do you like this or that? Yep. Yeah, I, I like this versus that. And then you just go down. Yeah, and it gives and, you that real time you, feedback. Yeah, you literally, within three or four, not four. Typically three, yeah. within three sips, you know, trying different uh, profiles on the board, we can find something that, that anybody will drink. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the cool thing about like going to beer zombies because I feel like everybody is kind of like at that point where they kind of help people find what they're looking for. Because and they have their own styles of doing yeah. it. That's what we like yeah. to hear. And it's always cool because like you never ever get to hear the bartender's like side of like, hey, this is how I kind of use my like experience and my knowledge to kind of help somebody that's brand new to kind of bring them into this, like into this hobby or into yeah. just to have a drink. You yeah, know? man, yeah. for sure. I, I think it should be noted though, like this is the reason that I dig the craft beer industry. Like this is yeah. the experience of anybody, anybody that's listening to this in any state, they can go to their local brewery and there's going to be a dude just like me with a stupid beard <laughs> who drinks too much and smokes too much weed. And they're going to let you sample some beers and they're going to tell you what they like. They're going to find out what you like and you're going to have a great fucking time. Yeah. Like that's, there's, that's why craft beer is fucking rad, man, because you can have this cool brewery experience and find what you like and really enjoy yourself. Yeah. That's what we always love. Just. It's kind of, if you look for it in the right places and go to like your local bottle shop or brewery, they will find a way to get you into it. They'll help you. And as long as they're listening to what you're giving them, they will do a great way. And that's why with people listening, we like to get the different perspectives. So if you're trying to convince your friends to get into it or get people into it, now you have a couple ways to approach it. But so since we've hit all these topics, I want to go to another topic with you, Ryan. Hobbies and passions outside of beer, because I know you love your dogs. I want to yeah. talk about that, kind of, you yes. know, yeah. just go into that, what you like to do outside of beer, because it's always good to, you know, For have sure. other hobbies and bring that into everything. Yeah, man. So I do love my dogs. So both of my dogs are rescue dogs. Um, I rescued each of them from a different shelter here in town. Uh, very passionate about rescue animals, but specifically yeah. dogs. So what kind, What type of dogs are they? Are uh, they? So one is a uh, pit bull husky, a pitski. A pitski, <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Uh, that's Jammer. Jammer's a three-year-old uh, brown and white pitski. Oh, 
wow. Yeah, and uh, and Nova is a uh, Rottweiler pit bull mix, a uh, Pitweiler. A Pitweiler. Okay. Nice. Yeah, like or, a, or a Rotsky. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah, she's uh, about a year and a half, fucking 80-pound wrecking machine, <laughs> you know, uh, but... There's uh so the Animal Network that's where I was going. Yeah. Animal Foundation and Animal Network is where I got Jammer. I get uh, stumbled. The Animal Foundation in town just restarted their uh, their Foster for a Day program, right? So it's the greatest program I ever found. During the quarantine, I was going every every Wednesday. What you do is you email them, and they've got a ton of dogs who need to get outside of the kennel. You go and pick up a rad fucking dog. You take them out to Red Rock Canyon or wherever you want to go, Tanea Creek patio, mm -hmm. any arts district uh, patio. Uh, you hang out with the dog for a fucking afternoon. Bring them back at the end of the day. They get to decompress. You take a bunch of photos, post them in any of your beer pages. Uh, I post them in the hiking page in Las Vegas. The dog gets adopted every fucking time. It's so amazing. So we were talking about this before the pod. My girlfriend, Gloriana, she's on their page. She did it last year, foster field trips. So it's just such a cool experience. It's cool that she knows your dogs. And this is something that, you know, people, hopefully with these coming back, could get really excited about. And hopefully, you know, never know. We'll try to do some things with them, try to figure out how we could help or post them on the page. And It'll be fun, because I know Dustin, you know, trying to convince his girlfriend of getting a dog one day, yeah, so maybe we could do a foster field trip. Yeah, if we could do a foster field trip one day, I, I that would be awesome. See? An afternoon to a brewery patio, Yeah, hang out with the dog, yeah. you know, or take them. My, my thing is go hiking with them. Yes. I oh, fucking take them into the mountains. Oh, I'm down. I hang out, dude. I'm down. It's great. I, I, it's the, You feel great about, I will say, caveat. It's hard to bring the dogs back. Yeah, yeah, because you get I'm that not ashamed, attachment. dude. I cried. Like mm -hmm. I thought I was adopting this dog. Like, you know, I was sad. Uh, but it, you, it's rough. But you feel good because those dogs get adopted. Every yeah. single one of them. I have never taken a dog out and posted in any of my groups, and they haven't gotten adopted. So that's amazing. That, that's, that's amazing. I love for that. Just that aspect of it, but it's also good because they're not allowing somebody to adopt a dog and then to bring them right back. They're just yeah. letting them hang out for the day because I feel like that's a lot of like some of the issues with like people who get dogs. They Look. think they're ready for it and then they go and get this dog and then they realize that they're not. And I feel like this program, A, will help eliminate that. And help like promote. So it's a yeah. good like two-way street. If you like think, well... Let me kind of do like a trial run, but also help a dog in need. Yeah, man. It's a cool like mix of that way you don't feel bad. Like you don't have to like jump into a situation. Oh, you're still you going to feel bad when you bring oh, that of dog course. back. Of course. Yeah. It's but, tough. You know. It's, it's tough. tough, man. It's real hard. But you feel it's, it's all worth it. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the best fucking pain you'll ever feel. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. I like that. Well, Ryan, we're going to kind of wrap this episode up. Um, is there anything that you want to say as final tips thoughts, or anything? final thoughts? Uh, no, man, this was rad. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if we're trying to talk craft beer and getting into craft beer, don't be intimidated if, if you're, but your audience is probably already into craft beer. Yep. So I would say maybe try something that you haven't tried before or, uh, find a local bottle share. I think that's like the oh, underground so scene fun. is so fucking rad. Like, there's groups 
there's Facebook groups and meetups in every fucking little city. Yes. And there's so many uh, breweries popping up that you can fucking ship beers and share beers. And I think that's that's where it's all at right now, man. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah, because when you get everyone together, share stuff, even... We like to pop into BZ, like, we try twice a week, you know, and it's fun for stuff that we drink all the time, and we'll be like, you know what, we'll take a Monkish in there, we'll take some Bottle Logic, some Pure Project, so people could get exposed to that. Maybe they aren't traveling, or they're only having local stuff, and then they can experience that, and they're like, what, oh, oh my god, that was delicious, like, where do you guys get this, what's, and it just starts that dialogue, it gets them excited, and that's the thing that you gotta do, join some Facebook groups, talk to people, go to Bottle Shares, such a great time. You won't be disappointed. And, hey, you don't have to drink a whole 16-ounce can to yourself. You get to try a bunch of stuff and have a good time. So yeah, we'll man. wrap this episode up. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Ryan, for being on. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Thank you for coming, man. We're definitely going to have you back on for another episode. Let's for a go. Episode. We'll do like a normal episode where yeah. you can shoot the shit, maybe talk some sports and stuff. So I'm into all of it. Alrighty, well, don't forget to like and subscribe. Please definitely rate us on Apple and Spotify. Find our uh, Instagram handle is BrewsWTH. And on Facebook, BrewsWTH. So you can find us on both of those. And there's going to be an after beer. Po- there's going to be an after, after... After podcast beer. Yeah, he always messes this up. We got you. <laughs> it's a top after podcast beer. beer. There we go. Yep, and there's going to be a special one on there. So and Ryan's going to be that on mine? the episode. Yeah. Yes. yeah, boy. So, so definitely follow us. Definitely <laughs> you're going to see some amazing beer. But see ya. Later.